Welcome back to the Whatnots React Record number 73. This will be our reactions for Miss Marvel number four. My name is Kyle Springer and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you? I'm doing fine. How are you on this Wednesday? I am buzzing with excitement right now, Melissa. I came up with a theory for where the MCU is oh, going based on exciting. Just a small detail in this thing, but it was the last piece of the puzzle I needed and it unlocked my mind and I exploded and I just <laughs> I, I'm so excited. <laughs> so it could be wildly wrong, but I'm excited. I'll talk about it at the end of uh, this podcast. Uh, but Miss Marvel episode four was great. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, 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 I'm having such a blast with this show. Um, and I think it's shaping up to be one of the best, but it's not without yeah. its flaws. Um, but what did you think? What are your th thoughts on episode four here i enjoyed this a lot i liked getting to meet uh kamala's extended family getting to spend mm -hmm. so much time in karachi this yep. felt like a little vacation i got to take we went to a market <laughs> we went to a boathouse we, we went to nani's big beautiful home we would right? see a dog the rich who knew that they're stinking rich over there <laughs> goodness uh, yeah, we we did get to see a, a dog too. You're you're not wrong. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This one was 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 good. I I I feel a lot of vindication from the, ah. this one too, especially after what we were talking about on our reaction to the third one. Um. Just just our our idea of how different dimensions work versus different universes. Yeah. They seem to kind of confirm that with mm. this one. Uh, so I was just like, yes, I was right. I'm so <laughs> excited. Uh, and then on top of that, one of the things I was hoping for was to see Miss Marvel be a little more offensive with her powers. Yeah. Be a little more yeah. aggressive. And we got a little bit more of that. Still not exactly where I, I would hope, but it was the step in the right direction that I really needed. Um, and so it, it was good. It was just like, ah, oh, yes, this is what I want. This is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think the show is it, it's excelling at giving you there's a lot of good action in this episode. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 really excelling at giving you that peek into another world that, uh, that, that you and I don't know that the audience might not know. Or if the audience does know that they'd like to see it up there, let us visit. Yeah. This family in Pakistan, it felt very homey. And I, I really enjoyed that the show took time to like slow down a little, just give you a montage of them shopping in the marketplace, give mm -hmm. you a scene that's just Muniba and her mother, like without Kamala in it at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, the flaw that I mentioned mm. though, is the first thing that I kind of want to go into mm. a little bit of detail in here. I think... The worst thing about this show so far is the villains. They're falling mm. really flat. I, I just, mm. I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think it spent the first act, the first two uh, of the show here, building up damage control, right? And we were like, mm. oh, interesting. We, we didn't really know. The, I mean, we, we kind of knew they would be around in some of these shows, but it, like it, it, it's interesting to see them kind of be this antagonistic force for Miss Marvel here. Um, it was 
not what we expected, but I liked it. It was interesting. And then they kind of drop it as soon as the gins come in. And <laughs> I'm okay with that, but they're also not spending the time on the gins to really flesh them out like a villain uh -huh. per proper because yeah it's like they show up and they're like hey we're family and then it's smash cut to the next scene they want to kill everyone oh my god even mm. you like and mm. it just doesn't really feel like i know their true motivations or mm -hmm. I mean, like i i know literally what they want to do and why but i don't know why like what what is like how, how does najma feel about this exactly how deep mm. is her emotional connection to all of this like it just seems very flat and i, I don't know they their powers are kind of hard to t tell what they are they have if they're actually gin i i mean is do they yeah. have the like more western style of they can make whatever they wish come mm -hmm. true that might explain how they got those weapons and how they got to karachi so fast after they broke out of the prison but also uh, like they they got stabbed really easily with these knives <laughs> and appear to die and they get beat up but they also have super strength but like i don't mm -hmm. it just it's mm -hmm. real unclear what they are mm -hmm. um or what they want or what they're thinking of like why they want this stuff but yeah is, is that is that how you're kind of feeling with them or are you g good with what we have so far i i like them as a premise uh i like sure. that initial exposition scene we get where she goes over to their house but since then we haven't gotten the supporting Jin really filled out. I don't think I know their names or how one of them is very different from another one. Sure. You're right. It is sort of vague exactly what they can do and what they can't do. But I think there's possibility there. I feel like I like what's there. We just need more of it. We just need it to yes. be like fleshed out and explained a little better. Exactly. The plot of Comron's uh, mother leaving him in a prison uh <laughs> has a lot of potential there yeah yeah and then you mentioned that they dropped the dodc but it has been one episode where we're in another part of the world we're in pakistan for one episode i don't know if I'd i call mean, it the fact that they dropped the dodc they, they weren't really in episode three they did show up but like they weren't as much of a presence as they were in the first two mm -hmm. if that makes sense Oh, they, things shift things change around we haven't seen zoe in a while but i imagine by the end of the series we will get back to zoe yeah yeah but that like i, I don't have a need to see more of zoe per se like they did her in the first one she's in that inciting mm. event at avenger mm. But besides that, they don't really do much with her. And so I'm not like, oh, we need to get back to Zoe. Right. Whereas mm. they spent more time with the DODC, I feel like, or at least built them up to be more important, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, but but yeah, I, I agree with you. I like their inclusion. I thought that was a brilliant move to be like, oh, they're gin. They're 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 mm -hmm. genes, Right um that stuff is all neat but yeah i just wish we got more of them i wish they were fleshed out mm. um, 
which is also an interesting thing because to do that, they would have to take more time to sit with those characters and their motivations and emotions and all that stuff. However, I also feel like the pacing of this show is great. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's it's given me enough of each thing that I'm interested in and I want to know more, but it's moved on enough where I don't feel like we're stuck in a single thing, right? Where we're just like, ugh, too much of the... DC, mm. right? I just want to go do something else. Like we're always on to the next thing, and I feel like that's worked out for the, the show. Um, so it, it, like, I'm, I'm not sure what the solution there is to be like. How 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 can we then have more of the gin without really slowing it down? Mm. If that makes sense. So I don't know. Um, but what did you think of the Red Daggers? They were interesting. I knew that I haven't watched the like individual teasers. We'll get week to week teasing the next episode. I'll watch mm -hmm. like the couple main trailers leading up to a show, but I don't need the between week trailers. Sure. So I knew there was some concept, some identity called Red Dagger coming up. I don't think I knew it was like a society of these street warriors. I, yeah. I like them, but I, I'm, I'm worried they might turn out kind of like the gin where it's like, this is a really interesting concept, but you've not you're not able to give it you know, the time it really deserves. But maybe they're just they're going to continue to live out there in the universe and maybe we'll run into a red dagger again. Maybe, you know, Sharon Carter knows a red dagger. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe we'll um, have a red dagger versus a scarlet scarab. Who knows? Very just a, a, a big black red widow, time. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um so for for me what's interesting with the like the concept of the red daggers mm -hmm. uh in this well, one i'm not sure if it's uh in if it's a single person in the comics or if it's like this where it's in mm -hmm. organization um but for me they really remind me of the assassin's creed video oh. games so I like in my own mind, I have this whole like backstory of like who they are and <laughs> what they are and their their creed and what they stand for. But that's just my own like preconceived notions because of what they remind me of. Um, but yeah, I, I liked them so far. Again, they don't seem very fleshed out because we've only seen two of them. Really? Right. Like if this is a whole organization like how expansive is that organization or is it just like a small family thing where there's like yeah four of them right right are there stations all over the world will you yeah. go to red dagger australia <laughs> who knows um but but yeah like i i liked this kind of concept that there is at least some kind of group out there that is potentially keeping track of the djinn it is what it read like to me that they are mm. kind of keeping them in check, um, not necessarily in like an antagonistic role per se, but a like, hey, bad things can potentially happen if you come into like the regular human world. So we're just going to make sure things are OK. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and if they need to defend themselves then they know how to do that. Um but 
Yeah, that was the fascinating thing, is right? Is he had this map that he like t- turned <gasps> a dial yes. on and these new outlines of like potentially where other dimensions are or where the Jin world is. I, I it's not clear exactly. Uh, but th- th- that was neat. I was like, whoa, what is this? I'm fascinated. I got to talk about the, the physical map yeah. itself. So there's like a, a map of the world on the wall, a map of the world like you or I would have. And then placed over it is this like panel of lucite. And he turns the dial and like a map lights up on it, almost like it's carved in there. And then you hit the button and then it lights up like my my dad engraves little signs like these. I really mm-hmm. like that. That felt very down to earth, very practical, like something these people would have. Very old worlds, kind of ancient. Like you're using a compass, the or the what's the <laughs> the protractor thing to yeah map yeah. out all all the stuff. Yeah, uh, it felt like a map my dad would make. And then they turn around, and then there's that like display of a realm incursion. I'm like, I can't tell what that's made out of. That one looks magic. The other thing looked very practical. I don't understand this jump in aesthetics, this jump in materials. Right. I wanted everything <laughs> to look like something that like my dad could make. Yeah, they had some kind of like holographic technology, which is not unfamiliar in the MCU. Right. Like we, we've seen stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but it also has this like sandy effect where it, it's all these particles that come together yeah. to form the thing but it still looks translucent and i, I don't know it's it's an interesting it looked thing. cool but i feel like if you were going to that change the map they had before or make the second thing look like the first map i just didn't like that these two pieces of like the visual explanation looked very different like they different. came from two completely different secret headquarters in the mcu yeah yeah um it's an interesting thing for sure uh but uh let's see where where do we want to go next um so so yeah shortly after that is is when uh najma catches up with kamala and attacks her and she she strikes the bangle that's on her her arm there and it, it looks like uh like there's a burst of power or something mm. happens and it seems to send kamala back in time to the partition to the place where her great grandma uh got separated from the yeah. family all of that stuff so i i think it's pretty safe to say that kamala is that string of stars that got her grandma back to the family um and maybe that's why there's the like the family doesn't believe them because there's maybe some time travel involved Mm. but it's it's also not clear yet exactly if that was time travel is she like reliving a memory do people even notice her in there because she hasn't interacted with people yet so we don't know and I, I, you know, thinking back to that, that when we thought uh, Najma was her great, great grandma and that mm-hmm. uh, like it was just like, what? There's a familial thing <laughs> going on here. And then we were just completely wrong. The the next mm-hmm. one. Um, we, we don't know what that is yet, but how, like, how are you feeling about uh, this potential time travel uh, back to the partition? 
I, I look forward to seeing it. They've repeatedly said this path of stars and nobody's offered more specific details or any variation of that phrasing. It's kind of tricky to picture. Like that could be so many different things in your mm-hmm. head. And I look forward to finally getting an actual visual for this thing that happened. Uh, I do kind of, I do enjoy stories of you were part of the story all along, the sort of prisoner of Azkaban loop where yeah. you were always the cause that was supposed to have that effect. Yeah, I again, I, I, I admire this show's uh, approach to history. There's when the when her cousins are showing her around Karachi, they point out several things about the partition, uh, which <laughs> they mentioned it so many times. I'm like, surely Pakistan has other history, other historical events you could mention. They go to the same like one the repeatedly. They're really hammering in to make sure you're aware. But I like that we're not just talking about this. Like we had to see her go back there. It's very, it's a harrowing, it's a very harrowing time to be in. For sure. And something I was thinking about this episode is uh, Muniba grew up feeling embarrassed about her mom. Other people in the family and in the community felt embarrassed by what she would say about this path of stars, about her belief in magic. And I thought about, uh, how has that perspective changed in this MCU that has grown more and more magical? Like Muniba lives in the same. She knows everything, almost everything we've seen. She she knows she lives in a world where there's like aliens and and, and a guy snapped his fingers and half of everybody disappeared. There's sorcerers like the general public doesn't know everything, yeah. but they know enough that I'm still perplexed that characters will look at other characters and be like, how silly you're believing in a fantasy that could never happen when they've seen so many seemingly impossible things happen. (laughs) That is a good point. Um, I I I never really thought of that until now that, yeah, how like what what exactly is it that she doesn't believe about the story? Because again, details are fuzzy. Yeah, and I can see that she didn't grow up believing it, but like sure, post yeah. snap, I feel like your headspace would change so much that maybe there's a lot of eccentric old family tales that you would take a second look at and say, maybe yeah. there is something to that. Yeah, or or like who of uh the the Khan family got snapped and like is this like wouldn't this be a perfect time for her to then like go and reconnect with her mom yeah. in this like Wow, we just learned that like aliens exist and like half of all life just got destroyed. And like like that, I I feel like that would be a big time for people Mm. to kind of reconnect with family members there. And then for them specifically be like, hey, so remember that time when I was younger and you said that story Mm. like what? Can can you retell now that we know that all of this exists? What was happening there? Right. That makes yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where this show goes. We have two more left, which uh, again, I, I think we still have plenty mm-hmm. of room to do all sorts of things with this show. I'm not sure exactly if this will end in a big confrontation against Najma uh, mm-hmm. or the Department of Damage Control or both or what exactly. I'm I'm not yeah. I'm not sh- sure. Um, but I'm excited to find out for sure. Mm-hmm. 
So tell me your big unifying theory of the MCU. I'm excited to hear what this could be. Buckle up, Melissa. Buckle up. <laughs> okay, so um yeah, so this one they kind of confirmed what we talked about last mm. time where that hey, these alternate dimensions are kind of layers that make up a universe, right? Another dimension is another way to see the world. Maybe it's a plane of existence that we can't necessarily see or understand or stuff like that. Um, the MCU is no stranger to the words dimension or realm. But what's interesting yeah. is that they seem to use those two words interchangeably in this one here. So um, when they when they said, hey, we're the Jin, right? And you, we come from the Nord dimension. That's where we started to be like, OK, so dimensions, what's the difference between that? and a universe here they also say the nor realm they call it mm -hmm. a realm um and they explain that hey there are realms out there right so with i mean we, we've seen like the quantum realm we've heard of the dark dimension it just seems like we have maybe more than these than we think right we could potentially include um the the duat and the ancestral plane, especially since those were described as being like the, the afterlifes were yeah. described as be, be, being part of the same network, so to speak. Um, we also have uh, Talo, right, from yeah. Shang-Chi, Shang which seems to be this kind of alternate dimension. Um, and then technically we have the nine realms from Thor, but those are more like physical locations in space. So mm. maybe not exactly the same. Um, but let's just say for the sake of argument that those are a similar thing, right? We have more mm. realms than we think. So right now, everything in the MCU has been leading people to believe that the next big event for the MCU is a comics event called Secret Wars. And I don't think the people are necessarily wrong. I, I, I think there is going to be some kind of gigantic event that is a big war that is happening. But I don't think it's going to be secret wars. There's a more recent Marvel event book called War of the Realms. And with them using this word realm interchangeably with dimensions, I'm thinking maybe it's actually that. So here's mm -hmm. why. So uh, the, the original secret wars was basically no more than the comic book version of let's take random action figures and smash mm. them together and fight. Right. That was basically it. Um, there was a sequel to that. that I don't know as much about. Then there's a more recent version, I think, from like 2015 ish. Um, that is more about a single villain that creates a conglomerate world of all these different universes, but keeps them all separate. And then as that starts to crumble, they start to all fight back and stuff like that. And the buzzword in that event was incursions. There was a bunch of incursions that led up to that more recent secret wars. And we've now gotten the word incursions in Doctor mm -hmm. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, all, 
Also, the original Secret Wars comic book is where Spider-Man first got the symbiote, where he first got his black costume. We also know that there is a rogue symbiote running around in the MCU now. Uh, We don't know what is up with that, but there's a little (laughs) symbiote there. Um, But War of the Realms was the culmination of Jason Aaron's run on Thor, God of Thunder. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. He started his run on Thor with the Gore the God Butcher arc, which is the same story that they are doing in Thor Love and Thunder, which as of right now releases in like a week ish. Right. (sighs) Um, Which is kind of interesting to think about. Uh, Marvel has a history in the MCU of taking the names of famous like comic book events and uh-huh. doing their own version of them. So it's yeah. not exact. Civil right? War. It, yes. Civil War in the comics was uh, st- started by an explosion that killed a bunch of kids. And there the, the United States g- g- government said, hey, we're enacting a law where all super humans have to register. Whereas in the MCU, it was a result of Ultron destroying Sokovia. And then Mm. the U.N. made the Sokovia Accords and tried to get the Avengers specifically to sign it. So it's a lot different there. Right. But it had some similarities enough that they could be like, it's civil war. Um, So, yeah, they could take War of the Realms and make it a little bit different. Right. Whereas in the comics, War of the Realms focused on the nine realms of Norse mythology, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Midgard, Asgard, Niflheim, all that stuff. Might not do that in the MCU, but like I said, we're getting all these different realms. There's more of them that we know of. What if instead of the nine realms, it's all of these realms that are fighting against one another? Uh, in a similar w- way, they all had this war on Earth. The, all of these different realms being on the Earth at the same t- 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 time would c- kind of be like that conglomerate world, that b- battle world uh, of the more recent secret wars. The last thing that I will say mm. to keep in mind is that recently Kevin Feige spoke up and said, hey, the next big saga will be made clear this summer like <laughs> j- j- like and he, he's he said that like a week ago right oh, last time I, I, he you gotta wonder up, you gotta well, wonder if that means we are revealing it you will be told this in like thor love and thunder Heck, that's what i'm she hulk so, that counts yeah. as summer but also there's san diego comic-con there's that. I don't I don't know if it's going to be like revealed in a movie or if he's going to come out on stage in a new hat and tell us announce it. Right. But but so the last time that he spoke up and said something similar was when he said, hey, if we ever do Daredevil, it's going to be Charlie Cox if we decide to use him. A week later, Spider-Man No Way Home <laughs> comes out and <laughs> he's he in the movie Charlie Cox. So it's just he it's was like, home. Huh, why is he speaking up about this now? Is it because Thor Love and Thunder, which is doing the God Butcher arc, is going to then reveal that the next big saga is going to be War of the Realms somehow? Mm-hmm. So that like my that's my 
scary. Yeah, it, I get it. I get it's, it. It's not necessarily that they're abandoning all secret wars. I think there can still be aspects of that. Yeah. Right? Like it, it can be a mix of those two th- things. But it, I like it. Just all the pieces are starting to fall into place for me, at least to think, huh? What if it's War of the Realms instead? That's exciting. They've got so, who knows? Se- several, several things going, several irons in the fire. There's they do. Lots of buzzwords. Secret, could be the secret realm. It could be uh, secret invasion. Center for secret invasion. We've got Kang out there. Mm-hmm. We've got, I uh, just had another Kree's out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark Avengers. Like, there's a lot of different options for things that we know like will be threats but it's hard to see from where we are okay what's the threat and i think i do remember yeah. them saying we're not going to do anything thanos level again like that was the point of the, the, the infinity saga and i think we're out of that where there are going to be several more there's going to be more threats that are a bit more on an equal playing field it's not all going to come down to one big purple guy with a magic mm-hmm. glove but you do wonder if one of them is going to sh- outstand the other ones a little bit more. One of them stands a little bit taller. One of them is the blockbuster event. Exactly. So here's one more thing. The, the, the cherry on top mm. of the pie. The most recent secret wars was kind of orchestrated by Dr. Doom. Today, <laughs> there was a or like today or yesterday, there was uh, I, I, apparently um, the, a big rumor going on that uh, there's like a Dr. Doom thing in the works that was leaked on H- Howard Stern. We don't know if it's real oh. or not. We don't know if it's a joke. We, 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 but it's the, it was like Dr. Uh, Howard Stern seemed to leak the existence of some kind of Dr. Doom project in the MCU here. Dude, he's a huge radio personality. Uh, Well, I know that, but I've never heard him and Marvel in the same sentence before. Maybe he interviewed someone. Maybe he is friends with Kevin Feige and they were chatting it up and then he let something slip. Who knows? But it's just one more thing to think about on top of that. So love a doom. Very, yeah. very much looking forward to a doom. Indeed. Indeed. Um, but yeah, do you have final thoughts about uh, Miss Marvel episode four here? A nice time. I like that we got to get action. You know, they get some cool action scenes. I like when she's fighting the red dagger. And she's uh, she's really working with that hard light. You can really see mm-hmm. her excelling with her powers. I like that we also got the cool like summer of four foot two hang out with the cool kids on the beach while a boy plays a guitar. <laughs> yep. Yep. Good stuff. Kamala's out there living. She is. She's having a blast flying all over the world, fighting people. And all the boys are after her. Right. Like she's <sighs> she's living it up. Living it up indeed. Uh, well, I think that about wraps us up for our reaction to episode four of Miss Marvel. Melissa, where can the people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W I L K Y W I T. And listen to my other podcasts, Saturday Morning Obscurities. And you guys can find me at Yo Kyla Springer on Twitter. 
Uh, and if you guys would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, of course, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, so please go like, share and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. Uh, tele friend, telephone, no matter what dimension they might be in. That would help us out a ton. This has been number 73 of The Whatnots Reactor Core. And we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.